Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to another episode of Dr. Me First. It's me, your colleague in medicine and coach in life, Dr. freaking Aaron Wiseman. And I'm just so glad to share another favorites episode with you. This series came out of total selfish ambition. I just wanted to talk to some of my favorite people, so I talked them into coming on the podcast and recording our conversations. So... I hope you're enjoying it as much as I am because I'm freaking loving it. I think the favorite series is going to have to go on all through the next year. It's not just going to be like a November, December type thing. So this favorite episode is with my favorite internist in Kansas City, Dr. Erica Howe. And we're talking favorite travels of everything, favorite places, favorite travel hacks. And we get into some other fun stories. So I'm so glad to share it with you. Thanks again, Dr. Howe, for coming and hanging with me and for being a friend. I just want you to know... I super appreciate you. Okay, well, let's get into the conversation and then stick around afterwards for my kick of encouragement. Here we go. Welcome to the podcast, the favorites podcast, Dr. Erica (laughs) Howell. It's great to have you here. Oh, thanks so much, Erin. It's great to be here. All right. So if people forget who you are, even though you're one of my favorite people, remind them all about yourself. Sure. So I am a hospitalist in Kansas City, and then I am also the founder of the Women Physicians Wellness Conference in Grand Cayman each year. Yay! Yay! And we met (laughs) approximately one year ago. Yes. Your elf, Moose, (laughs) went through a very traumatic hospital stay. Yes, yes. And we got him through Three it. times. So I'm excited to see how Moose does this year. Um, we've already been plotting boy. on, yeah, maybe we need to make a YouTube video. So, yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm thankful for that elf. I'm thankful that I've gotten to know you and that you work with several of my colleagues from medical school in Kansas City. Yes. And today, our favorites we're going to talk about, let's first talk about favorite places in the world. What do you got? Ooh, okay. Favorite places in the world. Um, So I spent a fair amount of my childhood in Utah. So I am actually, I'm not a big mountain girl, to be honest with you. I'm much more of a beach person. But if I had to pick some place that was really beautiful mountains, I would probably say like Park City, Utah. I love, um, especially like right now, kind of we're talking and it's fall and the leaves are turning. So that kind of made me think about that. It's just, it's a really beautiful place to kind of drive up through the mountains and see all of the leaves changing. So I guess that would be one. And see, this is why we're best friends, because I'm the same way. Like, I'm totally landlocked here in the Midwest, but I'm mm-hmm. totally an ocean beach person as well. Really? I've already told I my husband to expect six months out of the year, I'm going to leave his ass in Indiana, and I'm going to go sit on a beach. <laughs> and I've told my kids when I get old, I want them to buy me a one-way ticket to a Florida beachside nursing home and just leave me there. Like, yes. I'll be yes. there. They can roll me exactly. out every morning and then roll me back in for lunch and yep. then put me down take a nap totally like I and you could see like I clearly I guess you could see like my little it's not a real surfboard but I mean yeah, I just I, like if, nice. if you saw my house it's all it's beach and seashells and that's just totally me and so we moved to Kansas that's- <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly that's why I'm here in Indiana but yeah. you know I think it makes you appreciate it so much more like when we do when we are able to get down to the beach and to the ocean I mean there's just something about water in that setting. Yes. I don't know. It just calms my spirit and just makes me feel alive. Totally. 
Totally. No, we like every year we go down to Florida and check out a different place that will be like where we retire. So we're always kind of exploring a different part of Florida because that is going to be likely just where we end up. Like I just want to kind of walk on the beach every morning, you know, and uh, I don't know. Good. Scope I, I out some nursing homes for me then. Scope up some nursing homes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's so your, okay, my so favorite, favorite place is literally like 12 minutes away from my house. It's called Pike State Forest. It's where I do a lot of my women in the wild retreat. Yeah. yeah. And it's like totally natural Indiana. There's no electricity, no plumbing. Like, and that's where I do a lot of my trail hiking and it's where we kayak the Potoka River. And it's just like this hidden jewel that no one else uses in this area. Yeah. There's occasional like hunters that, you know, it's starting to be hunting season here. So they'll be there. But it's just like, it's just like Hoosier paradise. And I love my best friend and I, Beth, go every Sunday morning and either hike or do try to do a little bit of running or like mostly it just kind of just turns out to just be hanging out. But it's, yeah. it's definitely one of my favorite places in, in the world. Okay. Yeah. Getting outside I, of the U.S. What's one of your Okay. Favorites? Well, I mean, of course, Grand Cayman. So, so the conference is in Grand Cayman. So I, we, discovered that I say we because it was my husband and me we um uh went to Grand Cayman for our 10th year anniversary and I was already kind of thinking like maybe I should do a conference that would that feels like something that really we need and like as women we need and we need to get away and I love the concept of like an out of country office reply because everybody's like oh she's out of the country well I'm not going to send the email then uh so you really get left alone when you're out of the and we went there and it was just, it was one of those kind of, you know, um, it must be fate moments when you kind of walk through the hotel and you walk straight out onto the beach and the water is just so crystal clear. It is so blue. Like I remember standing in it and I was up to my chest and I looked down and I could see my feet. I could see my, the paint, the nail polish on my toenails. And I was like, what is this place? <laughs> this is gorgeous. And then, um, I loved, you know, like the restaurants there are incredible. The food is great. It's such fresh seafood. And then, of course, when we went for our honeymoon, there was one of those like Arctic vortexes that was happening here in the Midwest at the same time. So just the uh, kind of difference and, and the dichotomy between the absolute frigid cold. I literally wore flip-flops to the airport and I could not feel my toes by the time we got into the airport. Like I was that person that was like, I'm just, I have to wear the flip-flops, even though it's like freezing cold and there's a blizzard happening. And we like uh, to get off that plane and it's, you know, like 86 degrees and beautiful and sunny was just I'm like, okay, this is done. Like I have to, I got to, I got to do beer and I got to do conference here. This is the place where everybody wants to be. So amazing and super relaxing. And, you know, and again, like that out of office reply, you know, when you get to say like, I'm out of the country, there's something that's a little bit different about that versus like, I'm in Cleveland for a conference that like has more impact and keeps people at bay. Uh, so keeps those emails down and yeah. So it's wonderful. Yeah. And remind me, I forget when is it February? So we always do it in February. Um, and so this year it is February 25th through the 27th. So it's the last week in February. So I'm trying to avoid everybody's uh, kids spring break at the same time. Um, but it's something to really look forward to when you kind of get past all the holidays and then you kind of get into the doldrums of winter or I know, I know there are people out there that love winter. I do. I I'm just not one of them. So to me, it's kind of doldrums. It's really gray. Um, and kind of overcast and you really just craving a little bit of sun 
and some warmth and something tropical. So yeah, last yeah. week in February. And to hang with like-minded female colleagues in a beautiful place. I mean, you can't go wrong with my ties. Absolutely. Yeah, so yes. Yes. With my ties. Yes. We have a mojito and tapas uh, reception on the beat. So, and we end at noon every day so you can get out of the conference room and you actually get to go and like explore Grand Cayman. And they've actually got a lot of great um, excursions to do. I did Stingray City last year and I got to hold a stingray, which yeah, was I remember that on your picture. more stressful than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> but but no, we've got all these great women coming. We have some amazing speakers, Sasha Shilkut, uh, A.K. Kalantari, who is just famous in the med ed world and does a lot when she speaks on kind of grit and burnout. Michelle Rockwell, she talks a lot about being a mother in medicine as well. So we've just, we, uh, we've got uh, uh, Lynn Marie Morsky. She is fantastic. She talks a lot about quitting and strategic quitting, which I really love because I think when we start off in medicine, so often we're supposed to say yes to everything. And then it's like, well, how do I get out of some of these things that aren't serving me anymore, either professionally or personally? So we've got a lot of different topics that we're covering that are very different from last year. I try to make sure each year is a whole new set of speakers and, and we're talking about new things that are really pertinent to what we're all dealing with as physicians and women um, and some of the struggles we all go through. So it's time and, and you get to meet a ton of women from all across the United States. Um, I would say we've got more states uh, coming than not. Uh, so we got somebody from just about every state. We actually have a couple people from Canada that have already signed up this year. So we're, uh, we're filling up fast. So it's, it's kind of exciting stuff. I can't wait to meet, to meet all these wonderful women. I love it. I love it. So along with that, I'm trying to think of some favorite travel hacks. What do you Ooh, got? Okay. Okay. So this is like my new favorite thing. I have to tell you. Um, so I, you know, I do a lot of speaking kind of where it's like, you know, and in and out, you know, you're flying for like 24 hours or something like that. And I have been able to use this for up to three days. It is, you know, that typical, uh, carry on luggage, you know, that it's, you know, I don't know. It's like a rectangle, right? Okay. So there is a piece of luggage that is half that size. Instead of like it being the rectangle, it is like cut in half. If you do the rolling technique, which I'm really into now, I have fit up to three days worth of clothes in that. And that, I mean, you, you don't think you're going to have enough room, but I got to tell you, you have more room than you think. And it's amazing because here's the thing, you know, you like, okay, I really check in, even though they get the alert, like I'm rounding, I don't check it. I, anyway, so I'm always like C68, right? I am like the last person on the flight, but here's the cool thing. I'm pulling that, that piece of luggage on, it fits under your seat. So they cannot ever tell me that I have to check it, which I hate like check baggage. I hate waiting for my baggage for 20 minutes and it's like midnight and I'm tired. So, and I love just like knowing like I'm not going to lose it. Like the plane's not going to lose it. So this is like my favorite thing. It's super easy. It's a quick, like you can pack everything in it. It's, it's wonderful. That's my favorite. Okay. So that's, that's mine. What's yours? That's your travel hack. Mm, so I definitely do. If I do check baggage, I've always learned to like keep one pair of clothes on me as a just in case, not the clothes okay. that I'm wearing, but like something in the bag that I actually physically have with me. Cause you never know, okay. you never know if that check yeah. bag is going to make it or not. <clears throat> My favorite travel hack right Do now. you always check your bags then? Are you always checking your bag? I usually always check one just because okay. I'm, I'm like an ultra prepper. So like, I like make sure that I bring everything down to like tweezers for my eyebrows. So if I got like one out of place, I want to, I want to be ready when I get on stage. And I also ready like, for anything. Uh, yeah, ready for anything. So I bring 
literally a small pharmacy in my checked bag because I'm like, nausea medicine, diarrhea medicine, cold medicine, allergy medicine, like you, you, hydrocortisone cream, like I got it all. So, and my best friend, she always makes fun of me because she's, she'll always be like, oh man, I wish I would have brought XYZ and I like dig through my bag and pull it out and hand it to her. And she's like, God damn, you're like, I've got this. (laughs) I'm like MacGyver. So I do, yeah, I do usually check a bag, but the one thing I always make sure I do when I'm traveling is I always make sure that I download several episodes of podcasts because you know, like when you get in the mm-hmm. air, I'm too cheap. I'm not paying yes. for the Wi-Fi. Like, but <laughs> I want to listen to my people and like catch up on stuff. And so I always yes. make sure now that I like have a few like downloaded episodes that I've wanted to listen to on standby because like I'm typically a reader on an airplane, but like sometimes it's just not that vibe. Like either where you're sitting and the engines are loud or like your head is just not right or whatever. So then I'll, I'll go into listening something. But my other thing is I always try to talk to people on the airplane. Like I, I just always, I always do. Yeah. I just, I want to like figure out if there's like, I always feel like there's somebody I need to know like that for some reason we are on this plane together and I hope to God it's not because somebody has an MI mid-flight, but instead it's somebody oh, I yes. need to talk to. So, yeah, I'm that annoying person that's like, hi, where are you going? Where are you from? What do you do? <laughs> so if anybody sits next to me and then I, like, smile at you, just know I'm going to talk to you. Okay. Okay. Warning. But I think, it makes, <laughs> I think it makes the flight go by faster. Have you ever been called on as the medical doctor on a plane? Not on a plane, but when I oh. was in a conference, oh my God, let me tell you this story. So I was tell at a me. women's conference in St. Louis, actually. Um, the speaker was getting up to start talking and she was standing at the lecture and she was, you know, starting to talk. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> went down, like sudden down. And it was down. like, Uh-oh. oh shit. Uh, like everybody kind Is of looked at each other. It was a church women's conference. Oh, okay. Okay. So you, it wasn't like there were like eight. No, no, this was like, this was like United Methodist women's group. And I was like the youngest one there. But anyway, so, you know, like everybody looks around and I'm like, well, like somebody check her out. So I like start like kind of like hustling up there and walking. So it was me. And then some other women got up there and I was like, what do you do? And she's like, I'm a cardiac nurse. I'm like, what do you do? She's like EMT service. And I'm like, okay, where's the first aid kit? AED. You know, we just started like, so she had a pulse. She was like agonal kind of breathing, like, <sighs> like doing the, yeah, bad breathing. Yeah, so like yeah. lifted her, didn't have to do any kind of CPR. Mm-hmm. Finally, they found an AED that felt like 10,000 hours later. And then Uh 10,000 hours past that, then EMS came. And so, you know, of course, like checked her blood sugar because we were like, I don't know, maybe she's high. We we had nothing. And it was the worst feeling in the world because we're all so used to having that accessibility, like check a blood sugar, get a blood pressure, like EKG. And we had nothing. Mm -hmm. Like literally I was palpating her carotid to like count a pulse off of it anyway she got off she was in st louis so of course they had like you know great medical system and she went to one of the big hospitals yes ended up later she had an aneurysm rupture and she had a a big hemorrhage in her brain it right as she was speaking oh my yeah so it was well thank god in a sense that like you were there and she got thank god she wasn't on the plane back i know wherever she lived Oh my God. So yeah, that's that's, the, that's the one time that was like a major, major thing. Have you ever had to get wow. called up for your medical stuff? So, so one time we were, so we were traveling back from Florida, like, cause we do that every year. And 
my husband was in the window seat, like, and then our children were in the middle and the, the aisle seat, right? And I'm on the other aisle and we're traveling with my brother-in-law and he goes, oh, look, the nurse is getting out of stethoscope or sorry, the flight attendant is getting out of stethoscope. Now, and you're like, duh, duh, duh. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see mm-hmm. it happening. Like, okay. So we all know that no flight attendant just gets out of stethoscope, just like, ooh, what's this? I wonder what's going on. No. Something's going down. So I'm like, okay. So I'm looking over at my husband, and he's like, I mean, I'm behind all these kids. Like, you want to do it? I'm like, yeah, all right, fine. So Because remind me, your husband, he's in medicine too, right? He's in medicine too, yeah. Okay. So he's, he's pulling critical care, so we're trying to just, you know, like, you know, it's like, uh, okay, well, you're, you're here if I need you. I'll just go. I'll see what's going on. So he totally scudded you out. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So I go see this little old lady. Okay. So I talk all the time. One of my like bread and butter teaching topics when I'm on the wards is syncope. So, um, so I go and I see this woman and she has passed out and she, so actually I have to tell you, so I love you, all you radiologists out there. You're the sweetest things. I love you so much this radiologist also came and I appreciated, I appreciated the, the effort the backup. Yeah. The backup. It was really nice. <laughs> so, but then was like, okay, your hospitalist came out. So, so I, I go assess her. It was just like that classic story. Like, so she went to a wedding, she was on the beach all day. It was hot. She drank a lot of alcohol, maybe not a lot of water. Next morning, took a beta blocker, got, you know, all her blood pressure meds. And then gets on the plane, but she's just dehydrated. And so she, she passed out. She felt better. We got, you know, we didn't have to land the plane. We were only like 20 minutes out from Kansas City anyway. So didn't have to land the plane. Got her EMS and all of that when we landed. And she, uh, she was fine. So here is the lesson. Here's what I always say when I'm teaching syncope now. I'm like, okay, so how many people are not going into medicine or like internal medicine? I get that. I get that you're not interested. Totally fine. But how many people like a free vacation? Does anybody like a free vacation in this group? And everybody raises their hands, right? And then I say, okay, so I want you to pay attention to the next 20 minutes of what I'm going to tell you because this is going to get you a free vacation because it got me one. So uh, a couple weeks go by and this airline, <coughs> Southwest, sends me uh, free tickets, two free tickets to go anywhere that they fly. So we actually ended up going to Jamaica um, because of this event. And that was really awesome. Now, I know that not every airline does it. And I have heard that um, not everybody that uh, uh, provides medical care on that airline gets a free flight. So I don't know why it was us. Um, but you gave exceptional right. care. And they cannot uh, forget you. So, so I always try to tell people, like, even if you don't love syncope, it is actually the second most common uh, um, medical emergency on a plane. Uh, the first is cardiac arrest. So whew, I'm glad that that was not what happened. Uh, but yeah, it's really common on planes. And if you know how to treat it, you might actually get a free flight out of it. So you there might you go. go to Jamaica. Go to Jamaica. Go to Jamaica. On syncope. So. Yeah, on syncope. <laughs> I love it. So good. Well, Erica, thank you so much for coming on the Favorites Podcast. You truly are one of my favorite people. And I love that we've taken some time to talk about our crazy favorite lives. (laughs) Thanks, Erin. This has been so much fun. I always love connecting with you. All right. There you have it. Another Favorites episode. Gosh, I just want to tell you, if you've listened to 100 episodes or just one episode, you are also one of my favorites. 
because you have used one of your most valuable resources to hang out with me. You have used your time. And that's where I want our kick of encouragement to go today. Remember, your time is valuable. So decide how you're going to spend said time. I think it's really important to sit back and do a time study and see where are all the hours of your day going and is that where you want them to go? Because I'll be perfectly honest, I don't want to grind for somebody else for 12 hours of the day and if I do, I want to do it because I see that it's valuable and that I am being adequately and appropriately reimbursed for the time and the experience and for me being there. I feel like there's too many of you guys out there who are not being adequately compensated for your time. And so I just encourage you, take a bit, take a minute or an hour, look at where your time's going. And I just want to say too, if you want to spend a little bit of time with me, I would love that. If you want more connection, more conversation, maybe even a little bit of homework to spend on your time, and you want to be better In the next six months, I want to invite you to come hang with me and others who've already signed up for my mastermind that's starting January 5th. And also, I want to share a little bit of a testimony from Dr. Autumn, the feel-good doctor, and her experience of going through one of my masterminds with you to show you it's not just bullshit. It's real good stuff. When I was in the mastermind group with Erin, I had that time and it was very deep, like questioning able to really kind of figure out what I wanted, what my next steps were, what the goal was, what even just to like breathe, you know? And so in some way, you know, find out, figure out for yourselves how you can make that break to make the reflective time. That's like what we're missing in this society. And um, the mastermind structure is a great way to kind of structure that time for you. And, and uh, gives you, Aaron gives you so much, to reflect on yourself. Every time we talked, I felt like, um, sometimes I thought I'm going to call her and I don't have anything to say even. And, um, she'd ask me and I, it was, you know, for two weeks after I'm like, Oh my God. And there's this and there's this and there's this. So it really was worth my time. And, um, I was so appreciative. So we need to break free of all the crap we have to do and take time for ourselves, like in a deep way. And that's what this is about. Well, thank you so much, Autumn, for those kind words. I did not pay her to say any of that either. So (laughs) maybe I should. (laughs) Free endorsement. (laughs) Absolutely. Autumn, you're amazing. I've been so blessed for you to be part of my tribe. And I just want to reach out to anybody else. Come on in. It's fun. It's an opportunity for growth. And I'm telling you, you will be in a different place by hanging out with the amazing Dr. Me First Tribe. All right. Well, remember, your life, your calling, your pulse matters. See you around.